What's up, Team Supreme? Got some bling here. Keeps me motivated. This is my championship belt. My pop sent me this, so I just kind of like keep it in my office and it keeps me fired up. Today, we're going to take some time and I'm going to educate you about the stages of your business. This is really going to help a lot of people who don't know what to expect, who maybe they don't have realistic expectations, maybe they've never done this before. But when you build a business or when you start a business, it never goes just like that. I mean, God, I wish it did. Uh, don't we all wish it did? It's more like this. Up, down, up, down, up, down. That's kind of how a business goes. It never grows straight line up. There's always ups. There's always downs. There's always three steps forward, two steps back. A lot of people, when they start a business, they don't understand that. They don't know that. They think everything's going to be smooth sailing. Uh, the real job of an entrepreneur, we really get paid to solve problems at the end of the day. And the more problems we solve, uh, the more money we make. And as you build a business, it's just like a marriage. It ain't all going to be peachy. It's not all going to be rosy. There's going to be good days. There's going to be great days. There's going to be okay days. There's going to be bad days. Your HB Naturals business is going to go through a series of stages. I believe there's four. Maybe there's more, but I believe there's four. We're going to go through each of these stages so you understand what to look for, how to get through that stage, what you need to know, how you can improve. Yeah, man, I wore the belt, Scott. I love it, man. It keeps me fired up, man. So stage one of your business, and I hope you guys are going to take some notes with this, but stage one is the excitement stage. What is the excitement stage? Well, think back to when you first started dating and you met somebody and you ran home to your mama and you said, Mama, I met someone. And that person is on your mind 24-7. That person consumes you. You can't concentrate. You can't think about anything else. Well, that's kind of how this business is during the excitement phase. It's on your mind 24-7. You can't concentrate. You can't think about a lot. Uh, you have a lot on your mind. You can't sleep. And during the phase ones or stage one of your business, which is the excitement phase, hey, Cheryl, you're typically earning somewhere between 100 maybe up to about $300 a month. Now, for most people, the excitement phase is going to last anywhere from 30 to maybe 180 days. It's going to be so about one to six months, you're going to be in this excitement phase. Some people, this phase lasts like 22 seconds. Uh, other people, this phase lasts, you know, five, six months. It's kind of like dating. You know, you can have a good first date with just about anybody, but the more time you spend with them, your excitement either goes up or it goes down. It's kind of how the business works. Uh, this is where we lose most people in the business during this excitement phase. And one of one of the things I tell people is the last thing you want is to sponsor an excited person because what goes up must come down. And most excited people that I sponsor, as soon as that excitement goes away, and it's typically in a few days or less, they're gone. They're in the witness protection program. They don't return your calls. They block your number. They, they're gone. They unfriended you or they blocked you on Facebook. You're like, I didn't even say or do anything. Uh, and that's because their excitement is gone and you're not going to get them back. Now, some people, uh, one of the reasons a lot of people jump from business to business is they love that excitement. They love the, they love the uh, euphoria of a new business. I mean, think about the first day you got in, how fired you up, uh, how fired up you were. Some people, they crave that feeling almost like a drug addict needs their next fix. We have a lot of people in our industry 
uh, that's the primary reason they jump around is they want that feeling. They want to be excited. But what they don't realize is, hey, no matter what company you join, you're going to be excited in the beginning, uh, but that's always going to wear off. So just realize the excitement phase in your business, it will not last forever. I'm, I'm way past this phase already. Yes, I'm still excited about HBN, uh, but it's I'm not in the excitement phase. And it's really important that you teach new people this and say, look, you know, hey, you know, if you got kids, I'll give you an example. If you got kids, if you have a teenage daughter or a teenage son and, and they started dating, you know, you're probably going to tell your kids, hey, you're probably going to have to date a couple people through the course of your life uh, before you find your spouse. All right. You're not going to be excited about every date you go on. You're going to have good dates. You're going to have bad dates. Thank you, Seth. That's my good luck charm, man. Um, so the excitement phase, just to summarize, it's typically 30 to 180 days, so one to six months. It's where people, it's when they join the business, they're really fired up, they feel unstoppable, they feel like they could talk to anybody, uh, they think about the business 24-7. In this phase, you normally have anywhere from zero to maybe 100 people on your team max. So that's phase one, just remember that. The next stage, or the next phase, whatever you want to call it, is the middle mile and the middle mile is the dark times so this phase really starts when that initial excitement has pandered off it's gone and you're like dang I talked to 50 people and 20 of them said it was a scam and even my mama wouldn't join dang I, I'm gonna have to talk to more people than I thought I would uh, that, that's the middle mile that's when you know the excitement is gone and in the middle mile some of the triggers of the middle mile which is stage two that's typically when you're earning about 500 to 1000 bucks a month in that range. Uh, you're working really hard. You've probably signed up a lot of people, but you say to yourself, Chuck, my team ain't doing nothing. I've signed up all these people. No one's getting on auto ship, and no one is signing up other people. No one's stepping up to the plate and being a leader. That is the middle mile. This is the most frustrating time in the business. It's where we lose a lot of people. Most of the people uh, who make it through the excitement phase, they don't make it through this phase. Uh, they enter it and then they off into the business. And why? Uh, that's because that's when you're working really hard and you start to question your sanity or your spouse starts to question your sanity. Hey, you know, you're putting in all this time. You're not making much money. You know, you could go just get a job and, and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, this is tough. I mean, this is when you are building your foundation. And the best example, I like to tell stories when I can, but the best example is when you're building a skyscraper. If you were to drive to Vegas today, and you were going to drive down the block, down the street, and they were just starting to build a, a skyscraper, a new one, this is what you would find. It typically takes one, two, or three years just to build the foundation of a skyscraper. Because they got to dig way down to bedrock, they have to build that foundation, they have to put the rebar in, they have to do all the cement, they have to make sure the foundation is stable. So building a skyscraper, literally it can take several years just to build the foundation. However, once that foundation is built, those 80, 90, 100, 200 stories, those go up pretty quick. I mean, they could probably have the rest of the skyscraper built in six to nine months, even though it took two, three, four years just to build the foundation. That's exactly how this business works. And most of us, because we have that instant gratification mentality, uh, when we're going through this and you know you worked 40 hours this month and you made 400 bucks in your business, 
people are like, dude, you're crazy. Uh, and the average person, you know, to them it is crazy because they're used to trading time for money uh, in a job. But we're building an asset here. We're building a network that can pay us for many, many months and years to come. We're not trading time for money. But this middle mile, it beats people down. And the people on the team who are in the middle mile, they're probably people in HBN who have maybe from 100 to about 1,000 people on their team, but they don't have anybody else stepping up. Uh, you know, they don't have anybody else who's really running with it. Yeah, they, have, they might have a couple people who are signing up a couple people here and there, but they don't have anyone like Will. All right. I mean, they don't have anyone who's like, I'm doing this, I'm going to the top, and it's really just them. And this is so frustrating, especially if you are a producer. You're like, how can I sign up so many people, but people just don't get it. People won't do the work. People won't do what I do. This is the most frustrating part of the business. It's the middle mile, and it wipes out a lot of people, especially doers. Uh, if you're a doer, if you're a red, if you're a type A, uh, if you're an achiever and you're working hard and you're just like, man, I've been doing this six months and I can't find one person like myself. If you say something like that, I know you're in stage two, which is the middle mile of your business. And that's okay. You're going to get through it. You just got to keep working. You got to keep recruiting. You got to keep finding people just like the construction company has to keep drilling down to bedrock. They have to keep putting in the rebar. They have to keep laying the foundation. And at some point, if you stick with it, you will break through and you'll get to stage three. And stage three, that's what I'm in right now in this business, and that's momentum. And momentum is momentum should be every single person's goal in this company, to get your team to momentum. What is momentum? It's when you have several hundred people or even a thousand people a day joining your team, not from your own efforts, but from everybody's efforts. It's where you have other leaders raising their hand, showing up in your team, starting to do things on their own. You know, you teach someone to do something, and believe it or not, they actually go and do it. You actually have someone who goes and signs someone up without you helping them. I mean, that's like, holy crap. Thank you, you know. Thank you. It, it really happened. And this is the momentum phase. And when the momentum is going, the, the biggest mistake that most people make is that's when they slow down. What you really want to do when you get to stage three, which is momentum, that's when you really want to double down or triple down your efforts. You want to do even more of what you did to get to momentum. And someone with momentum in HB Naturals, you're probably looking at a team of 5,000 to 20 or 30,000 people. That's like the momentum phase. Maybe even 40 or 50,000 only because people can join for free here. So, uh, you know, not everyone's buying. But if you're when your team's somewhere between five and about 30 to 50,000, that's when you're in the momentum. That's when people are coming in even without you doing anything. Uh, once again, most people, this is when they slow down or they stop. Don't do that. This is when you want to double down. You want to identify your leaders and you want to chase that excitement uh, as long as you can because momentum is very hard to get and it's very easy to lose. I've been there, done that several times uh, in my career where we had major growth going on and you know it doesn't stay in that phase forever. You, you wish it would, but it doesn't. Eventually it's going to plateau a little bit and then you know it'll keep growing but at a more at a more slower rate. So stage four of your business is maturity and this is what probably no one in HBN has yet just because we're a new company but what you once you've been in the company I'm guessing around three four five years you've gone through these other three phases you have somewhere between 50 
and 100 or 200,000 people on your team. And I know these numbers sound huge, but once again, because people can join for free, these numbers aren't that huge here as they would be in another company. So I would say a mature business is somewhere from, yeah, 50 to 100,000 or more people. And your business volume, it grows every single month. Now, it's not doubling or tripling every month, but it's stable. It's predictable. Your income is very predictable. Your volume is very predictable. You have a group of leaders on your team, some that you sponsored yourself, some that other people sponsored, but you have somewhere between 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 leaders on your team who are running their own groups, doing their own calls, doing their own meetings, doing their own trainings, uh, developing their own people. I would say the magic number really is about 100. When you have about 100 people on your team who have taken responsibility for their own business and they are persistent and consistent and they're in the trenches and they're doing the things they should be doing that's really when you have a mature organization because when you get to that point which most people never do but if you can get your business to that point it's gonna survive with or without you most people don't get past the point uh, where the business survives without them for most of us even now even though the team is growing rapidly I have to stay involved because there's not enough leaders yet who have taken ownership of their own business where they'll build it and maintain it with or without Chuck. Uh, but that should be everyone's goal. Everyone should strive to develop leaders and find leaders in their team who are going to build it with or without you because that's how you build a stable team. And the deeper your leaders are in your organization, the more secure your organization is. I mean, to me, I would rather have my best person on level 50,000 than on level 2 or 1 because that anchors in so many of those people above them because of the fear of loss. So those are the stages uh, in your business. Just to summarize, stage one is the excitement phase, which typically lasts 30 to, 80, 30 to, to 180 days. Stage two is the middle mile. This can last from a year to sometimes even two years. Stage three is the momentum. This is when you're you're adding three, four, five hundred, six hundred, a thousand people a day are coming into your team. You've got other leaders stepping up, starting to show up, raise their hand, do the things uh, that they've been taught to do. And then if you can get to stage four, which will typically take three, four, five years uh, for most of us, probably even for me too. That's when you have a mature business where no matter what you do, the volume is rock solid and it's really, really good. And it's really predictable in your income. Even if you took the whole month off, your income wouldn't go down. Probably even go up because you have so many leaders on your team um, who've done that. That's why I respect, you know, my first company was Amway. I tell people all the time, I respect the old Amway guys and gals who built their business in the 70s and 80s. And they've been making six and seven figure residual checks since then uh, because they built leaders. And that's all of us. You know, the more leaders you can develop, find, and mentor, the more stable your check's going to be. So that is really what all of us should be looking for, leaders. You want to become a leader first, and you want to find and develop leaders in your team as many as possible. And you want to become friends with as many of them as possible uh, because they're going to grow. They're going to go on and grow it with or without you, and that's what gives you a secure check. So those are the stages of your business. The last thing I want to talk about is uh, retailing versus recruiting versus team building. I just want to give people some perspective. And once again, the best way to, uh, I'm going to put the belt down for a minute. I think it gave me enough positive energy uh, to keep this going. 
And, and thank you, Scott. We talked about the belts earlier. So in this business, and I know people said to get a whiteboard. I do have a whiteboard behind me, but it's almost impossible uh, unless I get one of those, uh, what do they call those, uh, selfie sticks, which I'm not doing. I just don't think that's cool. Uh, but I'm going to find a way to be able to do whiteboard training on Facebook Live. I just haven't figured out how to do it yet. Maybe one of you experts or gurus can give me some pointers on how to make that happen. But that's another video. So in this in this business, you have retailing, you have recruiting, and you have team building. And I'm sorry, but i got to use my notebook again. So you can see them right there, retailing, recruiting, and team building. Now the easiest way I can give you a, an analogy of where you want to focus is by just giving you an example. And I like to use the realtor as an example. So let's just suppose that your name is Joe and you want to make money selling houses. So you decide to become a realtor. You go and you get your training. Yeah, I know, Grace. I, yeah, I ain't getting no selfie stick. I just, I'm an old army dude. I just, just like getting my ear pierced. It ain't happening. Um, so you decide that you want to sell houses and you go spend a few grand to get licensed as a realtor. And you go pass all your tests and you go find a firm that you're going to work with and you go start selling houses. That's great. You can make a great income uh, as a realtor. Now, most realtors don't make a penny. They never even sell one house. Uh, but that's a different story. So you go, you find your clients, you close some deals, you get your 3%, which you share with your broker. So, you know, you sell a $100,000 house, you might make 1000 to 2000 if you're lucky after everything. Um, problem with real estate, we all know you, you're always chasing your next deal. There's no residual, there's no leverage. So you can be the realtor, but then you go and you walk into your office and you've got the broker in your office. Now, the broker has a really cool deal. The broker can still go and sell houses like a realtor does if she wants to. Or she can say, you know what? I'm going to go hire 100 agents. And out of those 100 agents, maybe 90 of them will sell one or two houses a year. But 10 of them are going to do something pretty good. And one or two of them are going to be really good. And I'm going to earn an override off of all of their sales. Now, in your opinion, who do you think has the better deal? The realtor or the broker? Now, personally, I would rather be the broker. And I, as a broker, I wouldn't even go and sell houses myself. I would just make sure my agents are trained, know what the heck they're doing, and I would earn my override off of all of them. Network marketing is the exact same way. You can be the, you can be the realtor, or you can be the broker, or you can do a combination of both. And, a, and then we'll go into phase three in a minute, the team building. But a broker has a very good deal in my opinion and with hbn a broker is someone who recruits other uh wholesale customers so i sign up uh, landy will mel heather uh, they are their own realtor i'm their broker so they have the same deal that i do they can sell the product or they can recruit other people to sell the product or they can do a combination of both now a realtor uh, a retailing person in our company they're going to make 50% commissions paid instantly, which is very, very good. I tell everybody, if you can retail here, you can make a killing. You can, you can make more money than a good recruiter can make if you can retail. And then if you can take care of those people, that can lead to a very good residual income in and of itself. Now, I know most people, they're scared to death of selling. 
so most people aren't going to want to do the retailing option. But if you like to retail and you're good at it, the sky is the limit here with 50% commissions. So the problem, though, if you only retail, you're always looking for your next customer. Uh, unless your other customers uh, reorder every month, which some of them will, but most of them will not, unless you have a very good customer service, very good follow-up. But you're always looking for your next sale. That's the problem with retailing. You're always looking for your next customer. When you take the broker approach and you say, you know what, if I want to make five grand a month here, I can sell ten grand in products, ten ten thousand a month in products all by myself, or I can find a hundred people who each want to sell a hundred dollars a month worth of products. Uh, which one is easier to do? Do you think? Do you, do you think it's easier to sell ten thousand dollars in products yourself, or to find a hundred people and help them each sell a hundred dollars worth of products? I personally lean towards the second one, uh, just because I don't like retailing. And I know that it's a lot easier to get a lot of people to do a little bit than it is to do a lot yourself. So if you want to just retail, that's great. I would love to have 100 people on my team who could sell 5, 10, 15 grand a month retailing products. And I hope all of you uh, would want the same thing in your own team. Where the magic happens is when you become the broker. And when you become the broker and you can recruit other reps who do two things they you know they retail obviously some and they find wholesale customers and they team build a little bit that's a really good deal but the best deal is the broker who can recruit other brokers and I experienced this actually in my life insurance company I used to sell life insurance maybe 18 19 years ago 17 about well, 15 15 to 20 years ago a long time ago and in our office after you had X amount of sales, you could become a broker where you could recruit other agents. And if you wanted to and you helped your agents become successful, several of them could become brokers and get the same deal that you had. And you would also earn an override on what they did. Now, I didn't understand that back then or I would have been really excited about it. I was just an agent, you know, just trying to make some money. I didn't understand residual income and leverage and all those things. But here, we have the opportunity, once again, just to retail. We can recruit other people who go in retail. Or we can do the team building, which is where we recruit and we teach and train other people how to do all of those things. So who has the best deal? The person who just sells? The person who just recruits other people who go and sell? Or the person who sells? recruits others who sells and develop leaders who teach other people how to do the same thing that's what you want to be in that's the team building that is where the magic happens that's where the big money comes from the big money does not come from retailing there is money there you can make a great living just retailing I'm not saying that you couldn't uh, everyone should have a couple retail customers if you just want to go and retail and have a hundred retail customers you can make a six-figure income just doing that uh, we will have people in, we do have people in the company uh, who do that. Not in our team yet. We're still too new of a team. But there are people in the company who just retail and they make a killing. That's how you can see an executive in HBN who could make six figures uh, because they're retail focused, they're product focused. They're not worried about building a team. They're focused on selling product, which is great. I love those people. Uh, I want thousands of them on our team. If you want to be one of those people, that's great. Your other option, hey, I want to retail some product, but I think it's a whole lot easier to help a thousand people each sell a hundred dollars worth than it is for me to go and sell a hundred thousand dollars worth of product 
myself. That's where you're the recruiter. That's where you're the broker. But the good money is being the broker of brokers. So you're you're doing what a broker does. You're retailing and you're recruiting. And then you're developing other brokers who you earn overrides off. And oh, by the way, there's no levels here. So it doesn't matter where that broker is. They could be directly under you. They don't even have to be sponsored by you. They just, you know, if they're in your team, you're good. Whether they're on level 50, 100, 50,000, 100,000. Uh, none of that matters. But that's what you want to do. You want to be the broker of brokers. If I was getting in real estate right now, I would not be an agent. I would be a broker who developed other brokers underneath me, and I would earn a large or, or a small commission off hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of real estate agents. And to me, that would be a much better deal than only getting paid on the houses that I sell myself. So I really hope people understand this. People people in our industry do not understand what our industry is about. Our industry is not about a product. Our industry is about our network. Now, of course, there is a retailing component to this business. I would never tell anyone not to retail. I would just tell people, if you're looking to make the big income, there is a lot more to it than just retailing. Uh, everyone should have one or two customers. But rather than me have 2,000 personal customers, I'd rather have 2,000 team members who each have one customer. That's a lot, e a lot faster, a lot easier way uh, to get 2,000 customers than to go do it all by yourself. That's called leveraged income. That's definitely what you want. Hopefully this is making sense to all the people on this call. So just to summarize it, you want to retail some. Uh, now, I don't, I don't personally have a lot of retail customers just because it's free to become a wholesale customer and they save 20% by doing so. So I pitch the wholesale customer rather than the retail customer approach to everyone. Uh, some people, I'm sure, would buy it at the retail price, but if they can get it 20% cheaper at the wholesale price, why wouldn't they do that? So you want to have customers. You know, you want to have probably... 10, 20, 30 wholesale customers on your team who are buying the products. Maybe some of them have the intent to do the business, but they haven't done it yet. But these are just people, they haven't signed anyone up, but you know what? They love the product. I would love to have 100 team members who each had 10, 20, 30 wholesale customers who just bought the product every month because they love it. That is a rock-solid business. Heck, if you could even find 10 people that you sponsor that each get 10 or 20 wholesale customers. That is a rock solid income. That's a rock solid business. The way you build it bigger is just by doing more of that, helping more people uh, do that, get their 10, 20 wholesale customers. And I believe over the course of a year, anyone could find 10 to 20 customers, if you're trying. I think you could do it in a month if you really set your mind to it. But a year, definitely, you could find 10 or 20 customers. If you found one customer a week, a wholesale customer, and all you did was take care of them, that'd be 52 customers that you serviced uh, during that year. What if you taught out of that 52, what if you taught 13 of them how to get their 52 in the second year? Now at the end of the second year, you have about seven, 800 people ordering every month religiously. For most people, that's enough to get you out of your job. And you could do that in two years if you took your time, one customer a week. If you compounded that over three or four years, you could build up a very large income. The person who's going to win is not the person who retails the most. It's not the person who recruits the most. It's the person who gets enough people in their pipeline that they can develop other people 
who want to retail and recruit. A very rock-solid six-figure business here is having about 100 people on your team who have somewhere between 10 and 20 customers each. For most people, that's going to be a six-figure income. That's going to be get the heck up out of my job income unless, you know, unless you're already making a high six or seven figures. But for most people, that's going to give them financial freedom. That's going to allow them to get out of debt. About 100 people on their team, not that you sponsored yourself, but about 100 people on your team who have 10 to 20 wholesale and retail customers who buy from them every month. That's not going to happen overnight. But I believe it can happen in a year. I believe it could happen in six months. If you really went all in and set your mind to it, you could completely change your life. And then over a period of time, that just grows. And that 100 who have 10 to 20 becomes 500 people who have 10 to 20. And then it becomes 1,000 people who have 10 to 20. That's when you start talking the seven figures. Uh, that's not going to happen for the average person, okay? But I believe anybody can get 10 or 20 people who get who have uh, 10 or 20 customers, wholesale and retail. And for most people, that's a significant enough income uh, that it would change their life for the better. That's probably, for most people, that's probably five to 10 grand a month that would allow you to pay off all your debt, make some serious lifestyle changes. Uh, once you get debt free, you know, you, you have a lot more options. Debt is what cripples most people. Uh, Rachel and I are in a, on a mission to get out of debt ourselves. So, you know, pretty much everybody is that you talk to. Their goal is to get the heck up out of debt. But once you're debt free, I can promise you, you got four, five, ten grand a month coming in and you're debt free. You probably don't need to go to your job anymore. You can probably spend half your day out by the pool uh, or on the beach or reading your book or sleeping in and then doing this a few hours a day. Uh, most people, like my mentor taught me, most people, if you're debt free and you're making five, ten grand a month, you're living better than most millionaires. No mortgage, no car payment. It doesn't take a lot to live uh, when you don't have those debt payments that you have to make. And you do it by helping lots of people maintain their 5, 10, 20 customers a month. And that's a combination, once again, wholesale and retail customers. If you look at the stats of the company, it's about a 15, 14 to 15 to 1 ratio. So about 14 to 15 people who are just wholesale customers for every one person who is doing this as a business. So if, even if you just maintain that ratio of 14 to 1 instead of 20 to 1, you know, you get 14 wholesale and retail customers for every business builder on your team and then make it your goal to get as many business builders as you can. And I believe everybody on this call, if they set their mind to it, you can find your 14 customers over a period of time, say three to six months. Worst case, a year, that'd be one a month anybody can find one customer a month if they really set their mind to it over the course of the year take care of that person get them to become a loyal customer that's a just that's just a rock-solid business I'll take it any day of the week so that's what I wanted to share today not sure if anybody has any questions I appreciate you all getting in on these uh, calls hope you learned something from it when it comes to the stages of your business you gotta get mentally tough you gotta realize anytime I told Shalise this the other day Anytime you start a new business, it's going to take time and money. People don't want to hear it. I don't care what business you go and start, McDonald's, a restaurant, cutting hair, dry cleaner, starting a babysitting business. It takes time and money to get a business off the ground. And a little bit of patience and a little bit, actually, and a lot of hard work. But once your business gets going, it gets easier. I don't have to work as hard now as I did in those first 90 days 
to create that synergy in my team. Now all I have to do is throw a little bit of gasoline on the fire. Yes, I still recruit. Yes, I still team build. Uh, but I don't have to do it anywhere near at the level uh, that I was working those first 90 days. So I would challenge all of you, you know, do that 90-day blitz. Do an intense 90-day focus where this becomes an obsession to you. And then at the at the end of that 90 days, set a pace that you can maintain where you won't burn out, maybe an hour or two a day. But during that 90 days, you're all in. You're sharing your link with 50, 100, 200 people a day. You're going crazy. You're getting people, you're getting tons of people every day to take a free tour. You can't maintain that forever, nor should you. Uh, but you should do that for about a 90-day period of time so you can get to that stage three of momentum and then you can work smart and stay in momentum and ride that momentum until you hit the maturity level, which is stage four in your business, where you have a very predictable, very stable, very steady uh, residual income that keeps growing every month. Once again, it's not doubling every month, but maybe it's growing 10, 15, 20% every month, uh, which in any business, I, I don't know really any business in the real world that's growing 10, 15, 20% every month. Most businesses are happy at 10% a year of growth, which is great growth in a business. Uh, but you can easily grow 10, 15, 20% a month here when you're in the momentum phase and when your business is growing. But it's going to take, take some all-in mentality and work if you want it to get to that point. So that's it, folks. New Orleans, I'm fired up, man. It's like uh, 72 hours out. I'm excited to see you all. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you for being on this Facebook Live. If you have topics that you want me to discuss, you can send me a private message, and I will gladly do a uh, Facebook Live to teach you or your team whatever you want training on. So thank you. Have a great day. Have fun. Go sign someone up. Go, go ask someone to make a purchase. Go ask someone to take a free tour. Encourage five of your team. You know what? Encourage one of your team members today to go do that. Hey, let's go sign up someone together. Let's ask someone together to make a purchase. Let's have a little team contest, see what we can knock out today. And then tomorrow, instead of asking one person to do that, ask two people to do it. The next day, ask three or four people to do that. And then encourage them to ask one of their people the next day to do that. And then the next day, ask two of their people to do that. Before you know it, you'll have hundreds of people who are having these little contests uh, asking people to buy a product, asking people to take a free tour, and your business goes into momentum before you know it, and you're like, holy shamoli. So thanks again, everyone. Enough of this rant. See you at the top. See you in New Orleans. Have a great day. Bye.